Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. And today, a question from listener Sean Gazzard. Sean asked this question a few weeks ago, and I just didn't get to it. And it's a difficult question because it covers a lot of different bits and pieces. Sean asks, associated with the good and bad things about the countries where I've lived. Australia, for me, is just a paradox. It's a beautiful country. It's a country where you can go and almost disappear in amazing wilderness. In general, the one-to-one interactions that you have with people in Australia are very good. It's a hospitable country. But the overarching kind of political and social structure just made it impossible for me to live there and impossible for me to be me and to survive. And that's basically Australia, the good and bad things. I lived in Malaysia for a period of time. Malaysia fascinated me. It was a country, again, of paradoxes, which I think is basically going to be accounting for all the countries where I've lived. The food was amazing. The people were really friendly. The cost of living there was just astonishingly low. But, again, the government, the political structure, the explicit racism. Also, it's one of the few countries where I've lived. I mean, I've experienced this in other places, but it's one of the few countries that I've lived where I am in the extreme minority and also a bunch of people like me or who looked like me came to that country previously and just enacted havoc. So there's certain parts of Malaysia where as a Caucasian person, you can sit in a restaurant for an hour, an hour and a half and not get served. And, you know, there have been various experiences associated with Westerners in Malaysia that just haven't been particularly good. And their locals have a long memory associated with that and i understand that the uk for me was probably and i think my wife agrees with this it's probably one of the better places that i've lived we lived in just an amazing circumstance i mean going from the ymca in leicester which really i need to record a short funk on completely appalling circumstances i've talked about it briefly in stone ape and it's a subject of like a much viewed video with uh, images and stuff added over so the Leicester YMCA aside, where we lived in Wilmslow was just untouchable. It was just an idyllic place. It was the perfect place, really, for me, associated with a good mix of kind of country and town, bunch of eccentrics. I mean, really, I can't imagine living in a better place. But the thing that killed the UK for us was the work that I did there, and in particular, a, a manager in the company that I worked for. And the kind of toxic nature of that company and the curious things that occurred in that company. And really, what other options did I have in the area? It's one of the difficulties associated with doing software is you're going to have to roll dice when you get to strange areas. My view with regards to the US is actually every area is like a different country. So the nature of the United States is only united because there's a whole lot of indoctrination and people you know, point to the flag and say a bunch of words. In practical terms, every area of the US is like a different country. And certainly my life in Nevada was completely different than my life in California. Nevada was, you know, relatively anarchistic in a variety of ways. And I actually genuinely liked aspects of that. I liked aspects of, you know, you felt that there was some distance between you and the state. And in contrast to California... You know, you could be left to your own devices. The work environments that I had in Nevada were almost akin to the one in the UK, only not quite as bad. Manager with similar behavioural styles to the guy in the UK. But having left that company and having left Nevada, you know, that guy was kicked out and 
various other things happen. So, yeah, in terms of the things that I liked in Nevada, it was a relatively easy place to live, you know. I didn't have a lot of intellectuals around me, but I've never really had any intellectuals around me. I mean, Wilmslow, the place I lived in the UK, just by the eccentric folk on the streets, you know, I felt a slight more kinship to that than I did in Nevada. So the negatives in Nevada, again, you know, lack of kindred spirits and just an environment where you felt that you were kind of at the end of the world. California for me, again, has been too... California with no money is pretty well some of the worst experiences I've ever had. I mean, living anywhere in the US without money is just really, really brutal. But to live in the US with no money and also have a bunch of people playing games with you and a variety of other factors. So, yeah, I promised myself that I'd never return to California when I used to live here. But then Netflix made me an offer I couldn't refuse and I came back here and... California with a little bit of money is considerably better than California with no money, but you still have the same problems associated with quality of life. Out of all the places I've lived, the highest quality of life I had was in the UK. So these strange things that by paying more tax, my quality of life was better mysteriously. I think what happens in the US and both in, well, more in California than in Nevada, is that you have a bunch of stealth taxes. I mean, you know, health care and all these other things, you know, getting the internet and dealing with cable companies and cell phone companies and all these entities, all these commercial entities create a kind of stealth taxation where they take large chunks of money and use it to buy influence and in government and these kind of things. So I guess universally in the US, that's a problem. That's kind of institutional corruption and really fascism in its most complete form. So, yeah, it's curious that out of all the places... Certainly my wife and I think very fondly of our time in the UK. And aside from this job aspect, aside from earning money and what one had to do to actually earn money, the UK came out tops. But in terms of my life currently, it's California, you know. This thing that's going on here with regards to digital streaming, with regards to handheld devices and this kind of stuff. When I lived here 15 years ago, people would talk about this technology. It just wasn't there yet. And now it's here. I'm here. Eh, it'll go on for some period of time. But like everything in technology, it's not going to last forever. And when this process spits me out, we will have an option of where we live. My hope is maybe we'll return to the UK, but things need to be very different in order to survive in the UK. And really, there's a kind of gulf in my life currently associated with all the stuff that I do after hours and what I do professionally. So hopefully that gulf will resolve itself somewhere when this technology thing falls apart and people stop using cell phones because they have brain implants or whatever. And yeah, I think hopefully we'll be able to squirrel away enough that we can end up in the UK and progressively get our stuff siphoned over to us. In terms of being elderly, in terms of, you know, the, the problems that affect the elderly, the US is really very scary for me. And I think it's interesting, actually, because in terms of defining, like, long-term goals, yeah, it, the U.S. seems to me to be, like, my worst nightmare in terms of being elderly and just having to deal with the kind of institutional corruption that exists here. I'm very lucky here currently because I'm in good health, relatively good health, and I'm able to survive in terms of the work that I do. But take away some of those elements, and I don't feel as secure here. It's just, like, a period of time currently that I'm able to feel secure here. So Sean, Sean is also from the UK. <laughs> I hope I've given the right answer. 
And I think I've kind of given an illustration of each. I mean, in terms of California, the ability to actually to do something. I mean, it's not like creating large-scale simulation environments or studying simulation philosophy, but Netflix made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and they kind of continue to back this offer up. So, you know, that is one thing. I very occasionally meet people here as well. I think I have slightly better, ever so slightly better, intellectual connections here than I did in Nevada. But really, I don't think Nevada stood up. I had a bunch of, you know, issues with folks in Nevada who could have easily created more of an intellectual connection than here. So, John, I think I've given you some background. I think I've answered your question. I was going to break this up, actually, into many shorter short funks and just kind of talk about each individually. But, Sean, you forced it out of me. Tom Barbelay, San Jose, signing out.